Hot, Laura and Mitch. Come on in. We're on. Here we go. It's us. Happy Thursday. Oh. Mitch, that sounded like it was down an octave. No, What's no, no. no. Uh, you I'm... should be happy about what, well, you know, we were on TV this morning. I'm sleepy. No, because we were on the morning show <laughs> on 7 this morning, and that was at 9, nine o'clock. That's early for me. Yeah, this is a long day for Mitch Chury. Yeah. All the way into the night. Do you know why we were on the morning show this morning? Oh, my God. Because we have some very exciting news. Yes. And that is we do a podcast. It's called Life Uncut, and we are going on tour, baby. Yeah. All three of us. National tour, eight shows. We're even popping over to the pond to Auckland to New Zealand. Like, we have forgotten no one. A lot of cities we're not going to, actually. That's a lie. But eight <laughs> different locations around Australia over the month of October. And I feel like a little orphan, Annie. You guys sat me down with a cup of soup and I was shivering and you went, Mitch, we're going to take you with us on the national tour. And I got my da- my shoes on and I danced around. I'm so what is, excited. What has that got to do with orphan Annie? Where no one knows what's going you on. You adopted right me in. No, Mitch is emceeing the show. Britt and I, we're doing a bit of a, well, one part of it's a bit of a, I don't know, do you call it kind of like a stand up shtick? It's supposed to be comedy. It's a bit of gear. We've got a comedy bit and then we also, we're interviewing some incredible people as well. It's all the things that Life Uncut, the podcast, is about and it's very fun, it's very silly, but it's also got some really beautiful sentimental parts in it as well. Yeah, and also, if you love the pickup, maybe you've not heard Life Uncut, it's perfect for you because the three of us will be there live in person. It'll be amazing. It'll be so great. Go and get your tickets. If you haven't got them yet, you can get them from lifeuncutpodcast.com.au and also, we've got a couple of them to give away on this show today. We've got a very interesting question, actually, in today's Ask Uncut. How do I introduce my new partner to my children after a divorce? Man, it is a hard one. All right, that's next. Plus free tickets to our live show. It's The Pickup. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head in today. Great savings every day. It is The Pickup with Britt, Laura and Mitch right around Australia. Welcome. Hi. Rush into Chemist Warehouse this Father's Day for big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. You're on The Pickup. That means it's time for this. Ask Uncut. Tell me what you want. So Ask Uncut is something that we do on our podcast Life Uncut every week. It is where we answer your deep, your dark and your burning questions. And now we have quite a tricky question today about when is the appropriate time to introduce kids to your new partner? Yeah, Katie on 131065. Hello, Katie. What's going on? What's your question? Hi, guys. Um, so my question is I've been in a relationship now for six months with someone I'm very into, I'm in love with, and I want to introduce him to my kids. I'm just not sure on if it's right time now, when to do it, what I should do. We both have been married before and both now divorced This will be the first partner we've both introduced our kids to. We don't want to stuff it up. It's so cute. (laughs) I need some advice. (laughs) How many kids do you guys have? Do you have kids? Does he have kids? Like what's the dynamic? We both both have kids. So I've got an eight and a 10-year-old and he has a nine and an 11-year-old. So we like the Brady Bunch. (laughs) We've got one between like, yeah, four ages. Do, do the kids yeah. know that you're da- that you've been dating, or yes. this comes? Oh, they do know. They know yes. that you've been kind of, you know, seeing and what's out there. Yeah. So I've said that I've got a boyfriend, and he said that to his like girlfriend to his kids, but we haven't introduced them to each other yet. Um, and we just want to make sure we get it right because this is both really important to us. So we want to make sure we get it right. From the outside, I would say I wouldn't be. I mean, I have had friends in this situation. I wouldn't be doing any introductions unless you thought it was really serious. I know that you say you love each other but there's a difference between being in love with each other and actually wanting a future. I think if you know you're going to be serious, that's when you make the introductions to each other. And I think 
I imagine myself just doing a really fun day out, something really low key. Everyone's hanging out. You're not too affectionate, like publicly in front of the kids with each other. It's more just like exactly what you said. The Brady Bunch goes to a park day or whatever it is. Um, It makes it really low key, maybe a small amount of time, an hour or two, just as like a soft intro. Yes, 8 and 11 is really young, but it's also old enough to know what's going on. Like, I mean, I, my parents were divorced when I was young and both my parents dated and we got introduced to boyfriends and to girlfriends. And you remember that now, Laws? Yeah, I I totally remember it. And did it upset you going, this is mum and mum and dad's new partner? No, but I think the thing that made it challenging for me is like my mum had boy, had a few different boyfriends throughout my childhood and I guess like you get attached to them and then they leave, you know? So it's, mm. it is really hard if you then kind of feel like you have a connection with that person and then after a year or two years, they're no longer in your life anymore. On the flip side of that, if you don't like the person and your parents don't do things kind of in a slow way, which happened with my stepdad, I couldn't stand him. It kind of felt like my feelings didn't matter, but everybody else's feelings were prioritised. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it is finding that balance, but make it fun and keep the interaction short during the day and just don't do sleepovers until you get to a point where it's become like you feel like they're part of the family and also that the kids feel like they have a bit of a say in it as yeah. well. Katie, what's the relationship like with your kid's dad and also like his ex as well? He dated someone pretty much straight away. Um, you can read into that how you will. Yep. But um, <laughs> they were together for a couple of years and they met her um, a fair way into their relationship because they lived overseas and the kids didn't really like her and that's what yeah. I'm, I think I'm a little bit scared of because I don't want that mm. to be with this because I, I've dated people for the last four years and nothing's really ever been good enough to introduce them to, if that makes sense. Like I've been yeah. very wary of not bringing in every person that's sort of oh they're nice why not it's been like it has to be something that is going somewhere and um like I had a relationship for 18 months that never went anywhere and so they never ever knew he even existed but I know this yeah like I made sure that I've only ever introduced or never introduced really anyone as a boyfriend I know this one's going somewhere I finally found someone Mm. who is is worth that and I just want to make sure that I get it right for the kids and for us as well because you know we want a future together you know and and the kids are the most important part and we both recognize that well I think it sounds like you were both amazing parents and the fact that you you. already (laughs) are thinking so much about how they're going to respond and the fact that you've already taken so many precautions to protect them along this way I actually think you've done everything right and just taking small steps and not forcing time upon them is probably the next bit. But I, I think by the sounds of things, you're actually doing everything right by your yeah, kids. Also, you sound like an oh, amazing you. mum. <laughs> you're going to get the partner that they love and then your ex's partner who they hate, like you've won the breakup. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's <laughs> the best situation. <laughs> well, keep us updated, Katie, okay? I hope Thank that helps. Much, yeah. Jeez, no thanks, Katie. worries, Katie. Also, um, uh, we're going to give you a double pass to the Life Uncut oh. Live show happening later oh in the year. God, yeah, and I you can that. bring your boyfriend Yay! because <laughs> it'll be a great education piece for him. I will do that. Thank you so much, guys. I've been a fan for such a long time. It was lovely to talk to you. Oh, we can't wait to see you there, Katie. love that. All right, still to come here at The Pickup, you guys know Olivia Fraser from Married at First Sight. I, yes, she's so and was so controversial on maths and she copped so much trolling and backlash after that show finished. Yeah, well, she's been emotional on socials this week. She moved overseas for a new lover or so she thought. It all went wrong and she's Mm going to join us from Scotland to tell us her story next on The Pickup. Hey, it's The Pickup. Uh, right around Australia.
Kelly off your Thursday afternoon with Britt, Laura and Mitch. Do yourself a favour with Father's Day this weekend. Rush into Chemist Warehouse for big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Now, Chemist Warehouse give you great savings every day. A name that might trigger you. You girls in the room, Britain, Laura, but also the whole country. Uh, Olivia Fraser. Remember Olivia, the original villain from Maths a couple of seasons ago? Oh, man. That, I mean, that turned nasty, though, with Olivia. Yeah, it was her. It, it was Dominica Carlo. There was the OnlyFans scandal. There was allegations of shaming. There was the glass smashing incident. It all kind of unfolded terribly, didn't it, on Maths? Yeah, we didn't really hear much from Olivia. It kind of disappeared. Turns out she moved to Scotland to uh, find the man of her dreams. She's been talking to him online. They're in love. I'm going to move to Scotland. I'm going to fall in love. Mm. She gets there, turns out he had an entire relationship, another girlfriend. She found out the day she arrived. She's posted this emotional video to her Instagram this week. So the reason I've stayed in Scotland was to give it a go with a man that I've, yes, met in real life. And yeah, I won't get into the nitty gritty here, but it just turned out to be something really messy and cruel. Yeah, I was led to believe that it was something special. And yeah, I've I've felt really embarrassed. Oh, that absolutely breaks her. my heart. I feel like it's all too common. But we have Olivia here to chat to. Hi, Olivia. And that just broke my heart because I feel like so many women have been in a position where they've been led down a garden path. Can you sort of explain to us, you, you said you were talking to this guy all year. So did you meet him online, develop an online relationship and then meet him for the first time when you flew over to Scotland? I did meet him online. So I slid into the DMs and we talked for a few, only like a few weeks before I was like, okay, before I like allow my myself to get feelings here yeah. I'm gonna go meet him mm. so I flew over to Scotland for like a quick like 10 day holiday met him in real life like he took me out in town and it was really sweet and really romantic and um all that sort of stuff I did check that he was single and he told me he'd broken up with his like long-term girlfriend so I flew over and then I was always coming back for a girl's trip in June and so in between Meeting him for the first time in June, we developed a very deep relationship. And yeah, he said, don't go, don't get on the flight home. Don't go home with your friends. Stay and spend some time with me. How, and you did. Yeah. And how did you find out that he yeah. wasn't who he said he was? Yeah. Yeah. So um, this only happened on Sunday. So we actually, he wasn't spending any time with me. So I like ended things about a month ago. And then last week he was texting my best friend how much he misses me and like still has all these feelings for me. So I was like, okay, well maybe like we can reconcile. And I was already back in Scotland and my friend and I went to a pub in his town and one of the ladies at the pub, like there was a whole group of them, but one of the ladies came up to me and was like, hey, are you still seeing so-and-so? And I was like, um, oh, it's a bit complicated. And she was like, don't, he's got a girlfriend. He's had a girlfriend the whole time. Wow. I'm friends with her mum. Oh, oh no. What Shit. a dirtbag. But Olivia, if this is the case, if everyone in this town is seeing you get around with this guy and it, it's obviously out in the open, A, how did the actual girlfriend not find out? And B, why did no one else in the town think to tell the girlfriend or confront the guy? Because it seems like everyone knew something was up but were like, oh, we're just going to keep quiet. According to this lady, because he, he's like a big TikToker and thinks he's red flag big shot around town. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, apparently he's just like said to his girlfriend, and she's young. Like, I'm going to do what I want, and oh. you're just going to 
you're just going to deal with it. So oh, um, Sounds like a pig, Olivia. Doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you've you've um, oh. gotten out of that one, thank God. But also, you when you left Australia, you were copying so much backlash online and like so much trolling and bullying after your stint on maths. Moving overseas, was this yeah. trying to get away from everything that's been happening in Australia? Yeah, absolutely. Like the last time I went to my local pub, like I had a full-grown man trying to go me and that's oh, two years geez. later and God. just trying to have a beer with my mates at the pub and I'm being, you know, verbally attacked by some six foot tall man. And it's just like, like I don't have that issue over here. Yeah. Like the only issue I've had in like all of Europe was from an Australian girl. So is that crazy? Just, I don't, I don't. Well, Liv, it's a, a crappy situation, but glad that you're you're making bank and you seem to be happy. So get back to Australia and hope all works out. No, stop it. Stay over yeah. there. Stay in the UK oh, where you feel right. safe and happy. <laughs> Totally, if you've got to deal with that kind yeah. of bull crap totally. from True. grown right. men when you go to a pub. Yeah, All right, stay out of the country, Olivia. Um, <laughs> great to have you on. We'll catch up soon, yeah? Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, next on the show, Britt, as she's been rabbiting on about this new show on Stan that she wants us to watch. Oh, Wolf Like Me. It's season two. It's Isla Fisher. You know Isla Fisher. We yeah, love her. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a really brilliant show. I have a link to it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. You've got a little, yeah, a little bit of a connection. I have a connection to it, yeah. You're going to tell us what the connection is? I'm a wolf. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm I did see you in that bikini and I thought that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brit's, Brit's link next on The Pickup. Thursday afternoon on The Pickup. It's Brit, Laura and Mitch here Um, for Chemist Warehouse. Rush in uh, today. You, this Father's Day is coming real soon. You'll get big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse have great savings every day. There's a show I'm very excited about. You guys know I love to sit down and get into a really good series. And the season two of Wolf Like Me on Stan is coming out. Now, if you don't know Wolf Like Me, I'm going to remind you, it's Isla Fisher and Josh Gad. So, you know, Josh is from Frozen and Beauty and the Beast and Isla Fisher as well. She's Isla Fisher. Yeah, yeah she speaks for yeah. herself. Yeah. The season is, or well, the series is about, it's sort of funny and exciting and supernatural because there's this aspect of she's literally like t- Isla turns into a wolf. But there's these really serious aspects too about a, a man losing his wife and he starts dating again as a single dad and he's got a daughter with anxiety. So it's 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 such an amazing amalgamation of serious drama, comedy, but then also like this supernatural aspect. I what love type that. of genre is this? Dramedy. Weird dramedy, dramedy. supernatural. Yeah, it's, a, it's a real mix. <laughs> so I find it very interesting that you're recommending this show, Brian. Because well, I remember, no, yeah, because you're holding on to the deep wounds. Because I remember that this was a show that you auditioned for. Yeah, I did audition for this. It feels like a long time ago now because it takes so long to film um, post production and have something released. So it must have been like eighteen months, two years and ago. And they filmed it here. They filmed it, yeah, here in Australia. I was super excited to be a part of this one. I did audition for it. Actually, um, I auditioned for a few things that are releasing at the moment. I haven't got either of them. They all cut pretty deep. Okay, wait, is it not weird? (laughs) Is it not weird watching it back? Like when you've auditioned for a show, but you didn't get it, and then you watch it back and you're like, oh my God, this is really good, and I really like this show. I really wish I was in it. Yes, it always cuts deep because you're like far out. That looks so fun, and I know I would have done that really well, but I don't, I don't like hold a sauce bond to refuse to watch it. I don't be like, I'm never watching these shows just because I don't get them. In 90% your, of things you audition for, you don't get. Did you have to pretend you were transforming into a werewolf in the audition? 
So the, I, I'll tell you, I didn't audition for Isla's role, no. I wasn't auditioning for the main role. It was just another part. Yeah. Um, but I would have got to act alongside Isla, which obviously for anyone would be an amazing dream come true. But alas, I didn't get it and that's okay. But it's great. I might give I need a new series. I'll watch it. It's on Stan. 100%. Yeah. Stan yeah. Wolf Like Me. Wolf, Wolf Like Me. Wolf Like Me, baby. On October 19th. That's when it's coming yeah. out. Okay. Well, Bri, look, I think you would have been amazing. <laughs> I have the script from the opening scene. <laughs> and, you know, even though you may not have gotten the role, I would love to see just how you audition. Now, Mitch, yeah. you're going to play the role of Gary. Oh, my God, I get a role? This is your, yeah. This okay, is, I mean, everyone's dreams are coming true. See, Britt, I'm offer only. I don't need to audition. I just get the gigs. Britt, um, your yeah, name well. in this is Date. You're just the Date. She doesn't have a name. And I'm Gary. Okay. And you're Gary. So what, Give Mitch and I are acting this out? You're oh acting God. this out. Okay. And look, I think you're going You're going through a breakup. It's a tumultuous time. It's the yeah. end of the end, but well, it could have been a beautiful what relationship. What I would like to preempt this with is usually when you get a scene, you dissect the scene, you make notes, and you research the character. No, so this you is were, really last minute. I think that a good actor can do anything with improv. You would say that. What's your intention in this scene? I, don't, I haven't read the scene yet, so I don't know. My intention is to get the job. To read it. <laughs> so just to set the context of this scene, this is Gary. He is the single dad, like the main character. That's Josh Gad in, oh. the, in the series. And he's sitting down at dinner with his now, I guess, girlfriend or girl that he's seeing, and she is about to break up with him. Oh, great so Brit, context. you're doing the breakup. <clears throat> Gary, Mitch, you're getting broken up with. I wonder why I'm breaking up with you. All right, let's do it. And Gary, you've got a kid All right, as well. Direct, Laura. Direct. All right. <sighs> scene. We've been seeing each other for three months and you have never once opened up to me. I do have a little girl to consider. A girl? She's 11. It was a big step for me to start dating again. You're a grown man, aren't you? You know, maybe it's time for you to put your big boy pants on and be emotionally available. How about that? There's a lot for me to navigate with regard to Emma. Wow, thanks for reminding me. Please don't be sarcastic. Emma's in a really fragile state right now and she keeps having these full-on panic attacks. I'm not even sure that I know how to stop them. Yeah, then I should be the one talking to her. You don't think that I'd make a good mum, do you? I'm the one breaking up with you. Just don't take this away from me. I'm sorry? You're antiquated. I'm antiquated? Yeah. You're angry again. Old-fashioned. You know, you know what you are actually. No, no, I know what the <laughs> term. I know what the term place. antiquated means. Oh, you know what you are. You, you, Gary, are a dinosaur. And you know what happens to dinosaurs, Gary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a flaming meteor crashes into them and they died. You know why they died, Gary? Because <laughs> they weren't ready. Uh huh. You know who else isn't ready, Gary? You, you old. <laughs> antiquated dinosaur. Okay, a little bit too angry, but I like it. I'm feeling scared. Can anyone really be ready for a meteor? (laughs) Well, you are. Let me tell you that much for free. You know, Emma would be so lucky to have me, and so would you, but you'll never know. So you can watch my butt as I turn around. All right, and she's gone off script now. Oh, no, That's not in the script, Brit. Okay, not and cut. Scene. And scene. Wow, that was great, Brit. <laughs> how you did not get the role, we should all riot. Beyond me. Robbed. Brittany Hockley was robbed. I've got Stan, some if ideas. you're listening. <laughs> Isla Fisher, if you're listening. Okay, when's it streaming on Stan? I'm going to watch. 19th of October, guys, and I unfortunately am not in it. All right, let's get out of here. See you later, guys. See you tomorrow.